we are going to begin our first class of the new year in hero pose. So if there's props here, uh, one block, two blocks, a blanket, or you can sit your butt right on the floor, whatever is the most comfortable. So knees together, angle your shins apart, point your toes, lay the tops of your feet flat, grab the flesh of your calves and pull it back and apart as you take a seat between your knees. So you might not know until you're down there what you need. So make yourself comfortable in this position. So if the knees are in any way um, telling you, uh, giving you a signal of pain, then adjust, put your sits bones up on some height before closing your eyes and resting your palms on your thighs. Arrive in this room, bring your mind in, onto your mat and into your body for the next 90 minutes of practice. Notice how and where your body is meeting the earth. And is one side of your seat bearing more weight than the other? If so, gently rock side to side and redistribute the weight evenly between left and right sides. Notice those places along the top of the feet, the knees, uh, the, the sits bones, the flesh of the buttocks. Notice all those places where your body is touching down. So as I said before starting the recording that we're going to focus on the lower body moving into back bends today. Allow your inner thighs to release towards the floor, giving you a sense of broadening in your seat. You might even take the flesh of your buttocks and Move the flesh of your buttocks wider apart. Draw your shoulders up towards your ears, lengthening the sides of your body, and then loop your shoulder blades strongly onto the back of your chest. So feel the contraction of your upper back muscles as your chest opens and lifts. And now allow your forearms to melt down towards the earth, bringing the shoulder blades down the back side of the chest. Tilt your chin parallel to the floor, ease the sides of your neck back, lift and lengthen along the back of your neck and through the crown of your head. And now draw your lower front ribs in and back as you lift along the front of the pelvic crests. So you're tilting the bowl of your pelvis so that it is upright. So oftentimes the pelvis, the bowl of the pelvis is spilling forward. So we're really going to focus on lengthening the tailbone and lifting the front of the hip points. Keep this shape, soften your skin, deepen your breath, breathe in and out through your nostrils and begin ujjayi pranayama by drawing a gentle contraction in at the back of your throat. So with this instruction, immediately I should begin to hear breath in the room. So today, make your breath audible, not just to yourself, but to those around you. Fill your lungs from bottom to top. Empty your lungs consciously from top to bottom. And as you breathe, assess what is possible, the boundaries of your breathing, and then 
attempt to go beyond, expand those boundaries by sipping in more air at the top of your lungs, expanding not only in your chest, but in your back body as well. And then as you exhale, find new bounds of emptiness. So when you think your lungs are empty, is there an opportunity to press even more air out of your lungs? Giving you even more opportunity to breathe in fresh new air on the inhalation. So be aware, be present of each breath. Allow the consciousness to ride the waves of the breathing. Occasionally check back in with the alignment of your posture. And notice how you move out of alignment unconsciously. So do your shoulders slouch? Does your chest lean forward? Does your head tilt back? So by becoming aware of our commonly unconscious actions, we might begin to establish new patterns. Bring your palms together at heart center. Feel the sternum against the thumbs and lift the sternum into the thumbs as you once again roll your shoulders back. Exhale your breath and inhale for the first of three ohms. place any padding off to the side as you come into your tabletop position and we'll move into our cat and cow stretches place your wrists below your shoulders inhale gaze and tailbone towards the ceiling and exhale round your spine contract the front body to open up the back body and continue to move with the pace of your own breathing moving from the hips especially in this sequence today so as you, um, as you exhale, tilt the tailbone towards the floor, tilt the bowl of your pelvis towards the ceiling, and as you exhale, the bowl of your <coughs> pelvis tilts forward as the water from your pelvis is going to pour onto your mat. So focus on the actions of the lower back, the hips, and the inner thighs, the outer hips. So notice as you move into your cow stretch that the inner thighs move back and apart. There's a sense of broadening across the bottom and a contraction of the low back. Notice as you come into 
your cat stretch, that there's a lengthening of the lower spine, a contraction of the outer hips, and a so the uh, back of the the bottom uh, is becomes more narrow. And then move in any way in these, through these two shapes that you'd like, holding in one shape or the other, shifting the shoulders from side to side or the hips from side to side. Maybe you even bend your elbows a little bit. And come to a neutral spine. Walk your hands, a handprint forward, tuck your toes under, and shift your hips up and back for downward facing dog. Press your hands down and forward, lift your hips up and back, and walk out your dog. Bend one knee, reach the opposite heel towards the floor. As you lengthen the leg, extend along the back of the leg, contract along the front of the leg. Switch sides and notice, identify a tighter side if one exists. So if one leg feels shorter than the other, pay a little bit more attention to that shorter side. And where exactly are you restricted in that shorter side? Is that the ankle, the calf, the back of the knee, the hamstrings? Wherever it is, focus your breath, focus your energy into that region. So it's not only the body doing the poses, but the mind has to be with the body in the poses to really identify and expand our boundaries in these shapes. Inhale, lift the right leg straight up and back. Look forward and lunge the right foot between your hands. Come into your lunge with fingertips or palms on either side of the right foot and allow the hips to melt forward until the right thigh is parallel to the floor. So hips feel heavy and then lighten the back inner thigh. Lift the back inner thigh towards the ceiling. Pull the chest forward, lengthen your spine. And with an exhale, straighten the right leg. Tilt the chin to the chest, forehead towards the, or to the knee. Inhale, pull the chest forward. Exhale, straighten the front leg. So we're doing this with the back knee lifted, or if you'd like, you can bring the back knee down. So move with the breath, similar to cat and cow, rounding the spine with the exhale, curling the chest open as you inhale. One more exhale here, push the hips back, inhale to come forward, left palm to the floor, right hand to the thigh, inhale, shift the left, right, the left ribs towards the right thigh, extend your right arm to the sky, broaden across your chest, shift weight out of the left wrist into the knuckles as you wrap your bottom ribs towards the sky, keep the back inner thigh lifting, extend through the crown, reach through the heel, and then hand down, foot down, press back down, dog. Inhale immediately, left leg lifts straight up and back. Look forward, lunge forward, left foot between the hands. If your heel doesn't make it underneath your knee, give it a hand. Lift up onto fingertips or fists and allow the hips to melt forward till the left thigh is parallel to the floor. Feel the inner thighs, right inner thigh, light and lifted. Reach through the back heel, forward through the chest. Roll the shoulders out of the ears. And with an exhale, hips go back. Left foot stays on the floor, round the spine, chin to chest. Inhale to your lunge. Exhale brings you back to that modified pyramid pose. Pulling the left hip back as you straighten the left leg. Continue with your breath, pausing in one shape or the other if you'd like. Again, the option of bringing the back knee to the floor. 
Continue to uh, unite breath and movement. And inhale back to your lunge. Right palm to the floor, left hand to your thigh. And revolve the right ribs towards the left thigh as you sweep the left arm to the sky. Shift weight out of your right wrist into the knuckles. Wrap your bottom ribs towards the sky. Reach up, uh, lengthen across the chest. Extend through the back heel. Lift through the back inner thigh. Extend through the crown of your head. And then hands to the floor. Press back down. Dog. Push the hands down and forward. Lift the hips up and back. Lift into the kneecaps. Try to diminish the crease at the front of your uh, ankles as you release your heels towards the floor. Inhale, come forward to plank. Exhale, lower down for our first push-up. Inhale, press up, lifting through the sides of your waistline. Exhale back. These can always be done on the knees as well. Keep the good alignment of shoulders to hips. Exhale, lower down. Inhale, press up. Exhale, hips press you back too. Again, inhale forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back. Two more. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back. Last one. First set. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back. One more time, come forward, and this time lower all the way down to the floor. Chin on the mat, arms at your sides. Palms face the sky. Lift your right leg straight up and back. Point through the toes. Lengthen along the right leg, and then begin to lift through the inner thigh, keeping the front of the right hip point on the floor as you lift and lengthen, lift and lengthen, lift and lengthen, and release the right leg completely. Heel can widen out to the right, and now point through the left toes. Strengthen the left leg as though you're pulling a tight stocking onto your left leg. Hug skin to muscle, muscle to bone, and then lift the left leg. Point the toes, point and lift, lift through the left inner thigh, point and lift, point and lift, point and lift, higher, higher, highest, and release the left leg down. Squeeze all ten toes together, or squeeze the base of the big toes together. Press all ten toenails down into the floor and pull that tight stocking onto both legs. Hug skin to muscle, muscle to bone, and then push the front of your pelvis into the floor. Lengthen your tailbone, tilting the, uh, the front of the hip points up towards your chest. Draw your lower abdomen away from the floor. So you're working hard in the lower body, again, starting from the low body to establish these back-bending postures, finding length in the low back, strengthen the abdomen, interlace your fingers behind your back. Point your elbows to the sky and wrap your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest. Now, in one movement, begin to extend your arms straight, reach your knuckles back, lift your chin and chest off of the floor, using the strength of your upper back to come up off of the floor with your chest. Squeeze your legs, point your toes, ground through the front of your pelvis, and now begin to lift your feet, your thighs away from the floor. Strengthen the back body to lift to the front body, extend along the chest, lift through the crown of the head, reach through the toes, five, four, three, two, one, and let it go. Left cheek to the floor, head to the arm bones, move forward, big toes touch, heels widen apart, Broaden across the upper back, broaden across the lower back, breathe into the back body. Slow, deep breath, again, 
establishing the boundaries of each breath, and then pushing those boundaries by sipping more air at the top of your lungs and pressing more air out at the bottom of each breath. Okay. Chin on the floor, interlace your fingers behind your back, probably if you can figure it out with the opposite thumb in front. Elbows to the sky, shoulder blades on your back, point your toes, ground through the tops of your feet, pull on those tight stockings, and then with an inhale, straighten the arms, peel chin and chest up off the floor, and then begin to lift the feet. The, the lower thighs, the middle thighs, the upper thighs, grounding through the front of the pelvis as everything else lifts off of the floor. Shoulder blades snug on the back, reach through the knuckles of the hands, lift through the, the tops of the ears, lengthen along the back of your neck, five, four, three, two, and one. Let it go, turn the right cheek to the floor, heads of the arm bones, roll forward, big toes touch, heels wind apart, arms relaxed to your sides. Return to the breath, return to this moment. Each breath a little deeper, each exhale more complete. Notice where you're holding, maybe release the head even more to relax the neck, release the arms even more to broaden the upper back, release the heels, release the weight of the legs, feel the opening, the release of the lower spine. Chin on the floor, tuck the toes, Send your hips all the way back to your heels for a brief child's pose, lengthening through the fingertips, tucking your tailbone towards your heels, and then pushing your hips up and back once again for downward dog. Press the hands down and forward, lift your hips up and back, and inhale, come forward to plank. Second set of five push-ups, exhale, lower down. Inhale, press up. Exhale, hips lead you back, one. Inhale to come forward. Exhale, lower with control. Inhale, press up. Exhale, back two. Inhale to come forward. Exhale to lower. Inhale to press. Exhale, hips lead you back. Best two, last two. Inhale forward. Exhale, lower with control. Lift through the sides of your waistline. Exhale, hips go back. Last one, best one. Inhale forward. Exhale, down. Inhale, lift with your core. Exhale, hips move you back. Walk your feet forward to the top of your mat. One footprint at a time until you're folding over your legs. Feet are placed hip width distance apart at the top of your mat. Lift and spread your toes. Establish a wide base with your feet. Set them back down. Bend your knees. Rest your torso on your thighs. Grab hold of opposite wrists, forearms, or elbows as you hang forward in your ragdoll position. Uh, Sway from side to side. Do what movement is helpful to let the upper body be passive here. So using the strength and the lift of the legs to let the upper body release to the earth. Using the breath with consciousness, find more space between each vertebra along the spine. Shaking the head, yes and no, walking the rib cage down the thighs, and maybe eventually finding your way to stillness here. Notice the distribution of weight in your feet. So is one foot heavier than the other? 
is the are the insides of your feet pushed down more than the outsides of your feet find more balance between left and right between inner and outer foot between the front and the back of your foot and begin to bring your fingertips back to the floor keep all 10 fingertips down crown of the head releasing towards the earth draw your shoulders away from your ears to activate the sides of your neck lengthening towards the earth so keep the sides of the neck long, shoulders out of the ears, and you begin to press into your feet to lift your hips higher. So as though you imagine you're standing on a scale and you're trying to actually get a bigger number on the scale. So push down through your feet with strength, energy pushing down to lift the hips higher, lengthening along the backs of the legs, toning along the fronts of the legs, extend the crown of your head towards the floor, Press evenly between left and right. Lift uh, at the same time between each hip. So notice if one hip is lifting higher and then concentrate on that shorter, tighter side. From here, bring your fingertips to the shins. Keep your legs and hips as they are. Inhale, push your arms straight and extend your chest forward. Exhale, fold. Inhale, sweep your arms out, up, and overhead. Come all the way to standing with arms overhead, palms touching at the top, and exhale, arms to your sides. Okay, look down at your feet. Make sure they are indeed hip-width distance apart. Everybody looks good in the room. Then you could go a little wider. Spread your toes, plant them back down, and then push into the floor. So as though you are sending down roots into the floor, as though you are trying to make the scale say a bigger number, push into the floor with your feet. And as you do that, you'll feel the stockings come up your legs. Hug the skin to the muscle, muscle to the bone. Lift into your kneecaps. Take your hands to your hips. And for a moment, do, um, what's it called? Cat, cow pose in your low back. So tilt the top of the pelvis forward as you widen the inner thighs back and apart. So the knees are going to uh, turn towards one another, the toes are going to want to turn in, and now do a little bit of cat pose. Lengthen the tailbone towards the floor, lift the front of the hip points. So you're tilting forward and now you're adjusting by tilting back. So with your hands on your hip points, pull your hip points up. Good, Jason. Look at Jason. He's, he's doing it so hard he's shaking. Like, that's how much can be happening. You're just standing here. Or okay. whatever. <laughs> he's about to pass out. <laughs> okay, press into the floor. Lift into your kneecaps. Don't lock out the legs, but try to straighten the legs. Good. Does everybody feel the strength of your legs? Okay. I'm still looking at Jason. <laughs> From here, sweep the arms overhead. Interlace your fingers and reach the wrists towards the ceiling. Open your palms up, and now notice if you lost any of that in the legs. Lengthen down through your tailbone. So, um, if a push down through your feet, lift your hips up a little higher. Perfect. Good. Are the glutes relaxed? No. Okay. okay. <laughs> they are not. Do it. So, but they're not. Okay. They're not. So let release your arms for a second. Sorry. So no, that's a good question. So. A lot of times in back bends, it's like, relax your butt, relax your butt. And I feel like... I can't. You don't do it completely. <laughs> so the, the thing with <coughs> squeezing the butt in is that you squeeze this all in. This becomes narrow and the hips push forward. So you're, you're getting the outer hips 
rolling back and the inner thighs are pushing forward. So you want what so so the reason I think we say don't clench the butt is because we don't want the pel the front of the pelvis to thrust forward. We want the inner thighs to move back, but so the inner thighs are moving back, and then there's that clench of the butt, but you want this moving up mm -hmm. and these moving back at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's gonna make our back bends better. If that's a thing you care about. Okay, press this here with me. Pull on your stockings, inner thighs back, low, lengthen through the tailbone, lift through the hip points, sweep the arms overhead, interlace your fingers, point your, open your um, wrists to the sky. So extend through your wrists, draw back through the lower ribs, and then slowly begin to pull your biceps behind your ears without moving anything else. So it's very slowly, a little micro movement. Beautiful. Extend through the wrists, press down through the feet, look forward, and with, with an exhale, just slowly, slowly, slowly lean the upper body to the right and press the hips gently to the left. So you won't need to go over very far. Draw the right shoulder slightly forward to keep the chest square to the room in front of you. Breathe along your left side. Ground through the left foot, push your footprint into the floor. And then come back through center. Interlace the fingers the other way with the other thumb in front. Push up through the wrist, ground through the right heel, lift into the kneecaps, front of the hip points lift, lower ribs draw in and back, draw the, uh, for the biceps slightly behind the ears, keep the right heel grounded, and then push the hips to the right, upper body moves to the left, left shoulder slightly forward, good. Push through the right heel, reach through the right wrist. So maybe uh, left shoulder forward, good, good. And inhale back to center, release the arms, and shake it out, okay. Bring the base of the big toes to touch. Ground through the feet, inhale, sweep the arms overhead, and exhale, flow forward. Fingertips to the floor, head releases at the bottom. Inhale, fingertips to the shins, Push your chest forward and exhale, fold forward. Let's take a moment here. So if, um, I think the base of the big toes together is good if you can get that. Um, I think it's helpful to have a little bit of space between the heels of the feet. So heels not together, but base of the big toes together. And now as you fold forward, again, notice the distribution of weight in your feet. Ground through the base of the big toe, base little toe on each side of your heels. Lift into your kneecaps, lift into your outer hips, widen your upper inner thighs back and apart as you lift your outer hips skyward. Inhale, fingertips to the shins, extend your spine long, exhale and fold. Inhale, sweep your arms out, up and overhead, palms touch at the top, exhale, arms to your sides. With the base of the big toes together, lift the kneecaps up, wide the inner thighs back and apart, and then tuck the tailbone. Draw the outer hips in as you widen the inner thighs back and apart. Interlace your fingers behind your back. Wrap your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest. Point your elbows back. And now look up to the sky. So with your knuckles at your lower back, feel your lower spine is long. So you can drag your knuckles along your coccyx along your um, sacral spine, lengthen the tailbone down, lengthen the sacrum, 
lift the fronts of the hip points up, and now lift from the back of your heart. So feel your heart space as you inhale, inflate the chest, and now as you exhale, begin to straighten the arms. Reach your knuckles towards the floor, roll your inner elbows out to either side of the room, and look up. So again, keep that strength in the legs, press your feet into the floor, and conversely lift your heart to the sky. And if you'd like, you can begin to bend deeper here by looking along the ceiling towards the back wall, keeping the legs strong and rooted. Lift from the back of the heart. The higher the heart, the longer the spine, the deeper the back bend. And then bring your chest forward, release your hands, bring your head up last. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead, palms touch at the top. Exhale and flow forward. Inhale, loosen up, fingertips to the shins, extend your spine. Exhale, flow forward, moving with the breath. Inhale, sweep arms overhead, palms touch at the top. Exhale, arms to your sides. One more time. Inhale, move with the breath, arms overhead. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, fold, release the head. Inhale, sweep your arms out, up and overhead, palms touch at the top. Exhale, arms to your sides. Okay, inhale, reach up. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway. And exhale, walk your fingertips behind your heels. Sit your hips down into your chair. Round your spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the heels. So now we're tilting the uh, pelvis back. Draw your, uh, draw your belly button away from your spine. Look forward and reach your arms forward. Hug your ankles and knees together. Draw the sides of your waistline back. Reach your chest forward and begin to peel your chest towards the, the <laughs> ceiling. Interlace your fingers. Point your wrists towards the sky and draw your biceps back behind your ears. Sides of the waistline move back, chest lifts up, hips stay low, ankles and knees together, weight in the heels, five, four, three, two, and one. Fold fully forward, hips high, head low, push down into the floor with your feet, lift your hips high, inhale, fingertips to your shins, extend your spine long, exhale and fold. Inhale, sweep your arms out, up and overhead, reach up, look up, palms touch at the top, and exhale, arms to your sides. Okay, let's turn to face uh, the, the French doors and have a block. We're going to do a side angle and then... Um, then a wide-legged forward fold and headstand after that. So this is not a back-bending block. This is just a standing pose block. So take your feet uh, wide apart, setting up for a side angle pose. So have your block to the outside edge of your um, left or your right foot, and then turn your right toes out 90 degrees. Square your chest towards my wall and pull the stockings up on both legs. Root through the outer edge of your right foot, sweep your arms to the height of your shoulders. Beautiful. Turn your palms up, turning your inner elbows to the sky, rolling your shoulder blades down the back of your chest. Good. Keep the shoulder blades 
And where they are, elbow, inner elbows pointing up, and simply turn your palms back down. Good. Bend your right knee to a 90 degree angle. So knee over ankle, press your left thigh towards the wall behind you. Mary, somebody's pulling back on your left hand. Beautiful. Square your chest, lower ribs in and back. Extend through the inseam of your right thigh. Press your left thigh towards the wall behind you. Exhale, right hand to the block at the outside of your right ankle. So adjust the height of your block or get rid of the block if you don't need it. You want your uh, left shoulder stacked on top of your right shoulder. Widen your right arm into your right leg. By extending through the inseam of the thigh and tucking the right outer hip away from the right armpit. Then wrap your left outer hip towards the wall behind you. Take your left arm towards me, finger, palm pointing towards the floor, and then turn your hand so that the pinky edge of your hand points towards the floor. Then sweep that arm over your ear. Once the arm goes over the ear, look up beyond your left tricep muscles towards the sky. Draw your right ribs forward, spin your left ribs back. Try to turn your gaze up and your chest up towards the sky. Keep widening your right leg into your right arm. Good, beautiful everyone. Ground through the outer edge of your left foot. Then left arm to the sky, pull up with your left arm, straighten your right leg, hands to the hips, right toes forward, left toes out, block to the outside of your left ankle. I just love this pose. Okay, lift the stockings onto your legs, lift into your kneecaps. <laughs> Hands on the hips, <laughs> just for the podcast listeners. Sweep your arms up. Okay. Pull, turn your palms towards the sky. Shoulder blades down the back, inner elbows towards the ceiling. Lower ribs in and back. Lift up on the hip points, and then turn your palms down. Look at your left knee. Bend your left knee to a square. Make sure your knees, knee are, is bending in the direction of your toes. So you can see your big toe at the inseam of your knee. Exhale, left hand to the block, right arm to the sky. So take your time here to wind your left leg into your left arm. Tuck the left side of your tailbone forward as you spin your right outer hip towards the wall behind you. Take your right arm towards me. Spin the outer edge of your hand to face the floor and then sweep your right arm over your right ear. As you sweep the arm over the ear, look up beyond your right tricep muscles, draw your lower ribs forward and up. So you're turning your gaze up, you're turning your chest up while keeping the front knee deeply bent. You guys look fantastic. Uh, Maureen, uh, left side of the tailbone forward, wrap your right hip towards the wall behind you. Beautiful, good. Keep moving in that direction, ground through the outer edge of your right foot, reach through your right fingertips, turn your chest up, and then right arm to the sky, inhale to come up, straighten the left leg, turn your left toes forward, hands together, exhale, hover, step your feet together, unless there's a cat between your legs. <laughs> okay, next pose we're going to do our wide-legged forward fold. So step your feet wide apart. So I always say this pose, the distance of your feet apart is relative, you actually walk your feet closer together as 
you go deeper in this pose as the backs of the legs open up as the spine uh, gets longer in this shape. Okay, turn the toes in just slightly so you have a better grip on the mat. Lift up your stockings. Bring your hands to your hip points once again. Tuck your tailbone under. So actually, let's do it the other way. Uh, tuck or tilt the pelvis forward. So feel the inner thighs move back and apart, trying to broaden the butt. And then lengthen down through the tailbone to lift the hip points up once again. Activating the legs, hands in the back, elbows towards the back wall. Lift the chest up. Lift from the floor of your pelvis. Lengthen through the chin. And exhale, hinge of the hips. Chin and chest parallel to the floor. Plant your wrists below your shoulders. Inner thighs move back. Outer heels ground. Pull the heels of the hands back isometrically as you extend the chest forward. And now begin to lengthen the crown of the head towards the floor. Or you can... Uh, I also find... I like to extend the, uh, the forehead to the floor alternatively. So... Uh, you can experiment with both of those, extending through the crown of the head or extending through the um, forehead, and find somewhere to ground here. So it may be a block, it may be a blanket, it may be a series of props, however much height you need to get your head onto something. So just as we did in our standing shape, when we were pushing down into the floor, into our feet, trying to get the scale to read a higher number, press down through the crown of the head. Push the crown of your head down as you lift your head up, as you lift your hips up, trying to create more length in the spine as the, as the inner thighs move back and apart, as the outer hips lift, as the crown of the head or the forehead push towards or into the block or the floor. So with some... Attention on this energy, you might start to feel things opening up rather quickly. So it might be a matter of breaths before you can move your prop to a lower setting, or you can get rid of a prop completely, or if your head is already on the floor, you might begin to walk your feet in closer. So I feel like this is not many things that I would actually call a trick in yoga, but I feel like this is an actual trick for expanding your boundaries in this posture is to slightly bend your knees, get your head grounded on a lower setting than you previously had, keep your head pushing down as you begin to straighten your legs once again. So just working at the, the outer boundaries of your posture, finding ways to bring expansion into your body, find new bounds of your body, um, you know, just by using tricks. <laughs> okay. This trick's taking a long time. This is a bring long your trick. hands back below your shoulders. <sighs> hands to the hips, elbows to the sky. Inhale, lift up, and heel toe. Gingerly heel toe your feet back together. Okay, come back to your downward facing dog position, facing the top of your mat. And make some modifications to your dog. One thing uh, I'm going to suggest is uh, stepping your right foot forward a little bit and then turning your right toes out to the right, right heel in towards the left, 
Bending the left knee towards the right wall and then shifting the hips from side to side. So getting a little extension opening along the outside of the right hip as we do this. Pausing in anywhere, anywhere that feels especially uh, sticky or stuck or cemented. And switching, <laughs> switching sides. So uh, turn the left toes out and left heel in. Straighten the left leg, bend the right knee towards the left wall and then shift the hips from side to side. So these are kind of exploratory uh, shapes. So make modifications to my instructions, just feeling into your body. So I'm just countering a lot of the work we're doing, so reacting to what my body is asking to do. So um, I'm thinking my body wants to uh, open up those outer hips a little, so just finding a way to do that by, uh, from downward dog. Then revisit our down dog, pushing the hands down and forward, lifting the hips up and back, and then coming down to your knees. Okay, we're gonna move up into a, hands, a headstand position. So if you'd like to turn your uh, mat to a wall, or Maureen, you can use that doorway. I don't think um, that would be a problem to close the door for a minute. Um, so if you are working with headstand away from the wall, you're welcome to do that. So I'm not going to, everybody in the room has a practice of this, so I'm not gonna go too deep into the instruction. But uh, as I always uh, advise, the fingers interlaced with a little bit of distance between the heels of the hands, maybe four, three or four inches. Plant the elbows directly below the shoulders. So I was doing this with a lot of um, newer students, and I feel like one of the um, most common mistakes with uh, starting out with headstand is to take the elbows wider than the shoulder. So you really want a tight triangular shape between the wrists and the elbows. And first, as you press down into the elbows, come up into a downward facing dog shape. And from the down dog shape, begin to walk your feet forward, lifting your hips higher over your shoulders until you can't move any further forward without the shoulders collapsing forward. So you want to pull your shoulders out of your ears, chest melting towards the floor, and then tuck your chin to bring the top of your head towards the floor. So the crown of your head, I've also practiced um, headstand on my forehead. So that's another way. Similarly to with our forward fold, you can press down through the forehead if that feels better in a headstand. I feel like it's personal preference, what feels best on the neck. And once you have the forearms and the head grounded, walk the feet in, lift one leg at a time, kick the uh, hips to the wall if you're using a wall, or any manner of, of getting up into headstand without using the wall. You can bring the knees into the chest, and then lift the knees up, and then straighten the legs, or you can experiment with straight legs coming up. Good. Good. Yeah, so if you're working at um, coming away from coming away from the wall, um, it might be helpful just to start being further away from the wall as you come up in the posture. So press down through your forearms, press down through the crown of your head, again as though you're pushing uh, weight into a scale, 
And then today, let's focus on the legs in this pose. So, if you are up in your balanced headstand position, push your thigh bones back, pull the tops, the, the ridges of your pelvis, the hip points towards your face, lengthen your tailbone towards your heels, and today let's flex the feet like we're standing on the floor. So push up through the soles of your feet as though you're met with resistance against your feet. So pushing down through the head, extending up through the feet. Good. Really nice. Ava, beautiful. Good. Um, lift more through the heels. Mary, good. Press down through your head so your legs are a little far back. Good. Nice. Maureen, really good. Lengthen through the soles of the feet. Mimi, beautiful. And this, uh, this is, again, <laughs> this is a pose you can hold for some time. So if this is one that you're working on, a consistent practice of, it can be um, a minute, it can be five minutes, it could be 20 minutes, but we're n I'm not going to give you guys 20 minutes to do this pose. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'll, I'll give you another minute. Whenever you're done, you can come down into... A child's pose. I was experimenting with this myself the other day, and uh, like I said, this is an experiment. But I put a knee under or a, a block underneath my knees in a embryo pose, so a child's pose with the arms back, and I found that was a little gave a little bit more release to the neck after a um, after a headstand, just because there's more space for the head and shoulders to fall forward. So if you want to try that, a block or a uh, bolster underneath the knees or the shins, you can experiment with that. So just one block is kind of, uh, might be uncomfortable for the knees, so maybe a block under the knees, a block under the ankles, or a bolster might even work better. I just didn't have a bolster at the time I was doing it. So once you're in that embryo pose, extend the arms back. Let the heads of the arm bones roll forward. Tuck the chin in and allow the weight of the head to fall forward. Maybe head coming down to the floor. If the head's on, the shins are on a block, then the head might just hang forward. Releasing along the upper, uh, the trapezius muscles along the sides of the neck. Broadening the upper back. Come back to your body, come back to your breath, and recognize what you what is your experience in this moment? What are what's the quality of your breath? Where is your body calling for your attention? What are, what is the manner of your thoughts? So does do your thoughts keep going back to the previous pose or what's uh, what's already transpired in the practice, or does your mind uh, race ahead to what's coming next or is your mind completely off in uh, a different a different place a different time so wherever wherever your mind is invite it back bring back to the breath back to the body make it a pattern of being present 
Slowly walk your way back up and then swing your legs forward to lie on your back. Extend your legs straight. Reach through the soles of your feet. Lengthen your tailbone towards your heels. Pull your stockings up. So your, top, your stockings might be so tight on your legs that your heels are already lifting up off of the floor. Pull the hip points up towards your face. And then reach your hands, to the, reach your fingertips to the sky, palms facing one another. As you exhale, peel your head and shoulders up off the floor, looking towards your toes, reaching towards your toes. Inhale back. Exhale forward. Inhale back. Exhale forward. Inhale back. Exhale forward and hold. Squeeze your legs together and lift your heels up off the floor. Lengthen through your tailbone, draw the sides of your waistline towards the earth, lift through your hip points, roll your shoulder blades back. Five, four, three, two, and one. Release down, arms down, head down. Relax your feet out to either side. And now lift your thighs parallel to the floor. Your shins, sorry, the shins parallel to the floor, thighs perpendicular to the earth, and then draw the hip points up, lengthen the tailbone down so you're laying the lower back flatter against the floor. Interlace your fingers behind the back of your skull, and then exhale, straighten the right leg, uh, tilt the right elbow towards the left outer knee. Inhale to center, exhale, straighten the left leg, Inhale, center. Exhale, revolve to the left. Inhale, center. Exhale, left leg extends. Inhale, center. Exhale, right leg. Inhale, center. Exhale, left leg. Inhale, center. Exhale, right leg. Inhale, center. And then straighten the legs. Reach the heels of the, the soles of the feet towards the sky. Lift the tailbone up off the floor. Extend your arms along the sides of your body, and then uh, arms up and down, like flapping your wings. For five, four, lift the tailbone up, three, two, one. Okay, arms down and feet down. Feet to the floor, little baby back bend. Heels in towards the hips, outside edge of the feet, parallel to the outside edges of the mat. Press your feet down. And lift your hips up. Just little baby back bend. Extend through the knees. Notice if the butt is clenching so much that the knees are splaying apart. Roll your inner thighs down. Lift your outer hips up. Lengthen through your tailbone. Lengthen through your knees. And then release your hips back down. Roll to one side and press your way up to sit. Seated. Seated. <laughs> And we're going to come to Virasana again. So with a little bit of time and uh, attention, maybe your Virasana uh, is more comfortable with the hips closer to the floor. So if not, prop your pose, knees together, shins apart, sit down between your heels. 
Okay, you can move the flesh of your buttocks back and apart and either choose to stay here or if it feels okay, begin to lean back onto the forearms. Experiment there, keeping the knees together, heels in towards the sides of the hips. And if you feel okay, going even further back, bring the back of the head, back of the shoulders to the floor, maybe arms overhead, grabbing opposite forearms or opposite elbows. Again, inner thighs wrapping down, lengthen through the knees, lengthen through the tailbone. If you have the arms overhead, shoulder blades on the back, lift, for the back, lift through the back of the heart. So I've, I feel like I've done this pose many ways. So uh, keep a little length in the low back, even with the upper back arching away from the floor. you feel pain in your knees, back out. You can come to the, the position with the forearms on the floor. You can come to seated upright, or you can adjust by placing uh, height underneath your hips. Okay, from here, push your way back up, lifting with the chest. Coming forward of the knees to come out of this shape. Swing your legs forward and extend your legs straight. Have your hands behind your, uh, underneath your shoulders. Lengthen your legs, roll your shoulders back, and we're going to come to, um, I think it's called east facing pose, or you can come to reverse table. So if you don't want to do the legs straight, you can bend the knees and have the feet on the floor. Roll your shoulders back, look down the center line of your body, point your toes, lengthen through your tailbone, lift the front of your hip points, and then lift your hips. Okay, push your hands down, lift your chest up, roll your shoulders back, and maybe head goes back, open up your throat. Ground through the inner edges of your feet, lift through your outer hips, lengthen through your tailbone. And then exhale, chin to chest, hips go down. Seat. Seat. <laughs> okay. Swing your legs back. Okay. Now the real, the real uh, backbending extravaganza begins. We're going to start with camel pose. How's everybody feeling? <laughs> it's been a wild ride thus far. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting a bad review. Okay. Uh, <laughs> knees hip width distance apart. Stand on your knees, point your toes back. So we're going to flatten the feet today, and uh, there is the option always of taking the blocks to the outside edges of the ankles if you want to come back onto the blocks. Otherwise, we're going to reach for the heels today or keep the hands in the back pockets. So let's start with the hands on the hips before we put them in our back pockets. And once again, do that awkward business of tilting the pelvis forward. 
So inner thighs move back. It's kind of a hard position to uh, access that. But now, lengthen the tailbone down, lift the front of the hip points up, activate the abdominal region, roll your shoulders back, push your knees down, and conversely lift through your heart. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing in there. Point your elbows back, put your hands in your back pocket, flatten the flesh of your buttocks down towards the floor. So push your buttocks down as you lift the front of your pelvis up. Keeping your inner thighs moving back and apart. You might even isometrically feel your knees widening apart. Lift from the back of your heart. Inhale, inflate your chest. Take your gaze along the ceiling towards the back wall. Keep your hips as they are as you curl your body, your upper body back. Keep your head suspended or release your head back, whatever's in your practice. And then hands to heels. Thumbs are at the outsides of the heels, fingers at the insides of the heels. Roll your inner elbows to face the outer edges of the room. So I like to, with my fingers at the inner edges of my heels, isometrically push my hands against my heels to roll my chest up. More hips forward, hips forward, good. Chest lifts to lengthen the spine, good. Hips forward, uh, married, all as well. Good, beautiful, man, fantastic. Lift, hips forward. Okay, and then come up, hands to hips, one at a time. Good. Take, uh, take your <laughs> heels together and then sit back on your heels. <laughs> you guys look spent. So, does this feel any differently, like really focusing on the lower body before moving into the back bends? It makes a difference for me. Um, okay, any questions? We're going to do that one more time. Okay. Moving right along, knees hip width distance apart, or even a little bit wider if, you, if you'd like to experiment with a little bit wider than hip width distance apart. So we are getting, we are getting uh, hips coming back behind the knees. So, um, so I think that's maybe in an effort to not clench the butt cheeks together <laughs> is why the hips are moving back. So um, again, maybe think about as the knees push down, even pulling the knees apart a little bit. So knees pressing down without actually moving apart, you're pulling the legs apart. Okay, push the knees down, draw the knees apart without moving them apart, lengthen the tailbone down, from the tops of the hip points, lift into the heart. Lengthen along the front of the body, hands in the back pocket, shoulders roll back, Inhale, inflate your chest, look up. Exhale, begin to curl back. The higher the heart, the longer the spine. Look back, curl back, push your knees down. Isometrically draw your knees apart, push your outer hips forward, bring your hands to the heels. Fingers inside, thumbs outside. Roll your inner elbows out to either side of the room. Lift your shoulder blades onto the back of your heart, lift your heart up. We're going to get a touch you here. Good. 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 Excellent. Beautiful. Really nice. Mimi, good. Good, good, good. And when you're ready, Lynn. Really nice second one. Bring your hands to your hips. Come forward. And then sit down onto your heels. You guys might have felt like a big labor, but the, the alignment was really beautiful on those. 
Okay. Um, let's just go for wheel pose. Uh, we're going to do... So if you have uh, blocks and would like to use two blocks against the wall, feel free to do that. So I, um, I like to have the blocks uh, at an angle against the wall, uh, as wide as my shoulders, and do I have a second? Just walk. I'm going to come back with my head between the blocks, elbows to the sky, uh, <laughs> fingertips down towards the floor, down towards my shoulders. My head's between the blocks, my hands are on the blocks. Uh, shoulder width distance apart. Heels in towards the hips, feet her hip width distance apart. Press the feet down, lift the hips up. Inner thighs are rolling down, so that's keeping the knees together. Inner thighs rolling down as the hips lift. If I just clench my butt, my knees are gonna splay apart. So I'm, to uh, prevent this all coming from the butt, I'm pushing the inner feet down, rolling the inner thighs down, lifting the outer hips up as I lengthen my lower spine, as I extend through my knees. Okay, from here comes the top of my head. This is the um, stages way of getting into a uh, wheel pose. Elbows in, shoulder blades on the back, roll towards the bridge of my nose, press my inner feet in, lengthen my tailbone, and then push up. Okay. So, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. For change? I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> Okay. That was a really good back bend. So, I think that working from the bottom up, working from the bottom up, I think you'll find will be um, really helpful in this one. Okay. Uh, if anybody wants a second block, there's a couple in the middle. Uh, this, this is all, yeah. Um, why don't you do the um, block on, under your heels and under your hips? Do you want to do that? You want to do this one? Uh, just with the, with the blocks under your hips and your heels. Okay, so if you want to go for the... If you want to go for a ride on the wheel, let's do it. Okay, uh, hands on the blocks or on the floor, fingertips pointing towards your shoulders, elbows to the sky. Notice if your elbows are already splayed out to the sides, you want to keep your elbows shoulder width distance throughout. So heels in towards your hips, feet are parallel, and notice. So as you push your feet down and lift your hips up, are your knees splaying apart? If so, ground through the inner edges of your feet, roll your inner thighs down, lift through your outer hips, lengthen through your tailbone, lengthen through your knees, come to the top of your head, roll the bridge of your nose towards the floor, elbows towards the ceiling, shoulder blades on the back, and push. Yeah, good one, Mary. Inner thighs down, outer hips lift, lengthen through the knees. Beautiful. Good. Push your arms straight. Good, Mary. Good. So it's just that it's a lot of pushing to get up from the head on the floor, but once you get there, hopefully your shoulders are more over your uh, wrist. Okay, come down if you have not already, chin to chest, and then lower down. I hear this business of lowering down one vertebra at a time a lot, and I have no idea how you do that. Um, <laughs> it's I just sometimes I got, there's some instructions. I definitely got more arc. Like I usually don't get yeah. much arc when I do wheel. 
Honestly, to me, I feel like I've been missing that. I've been missing that for a long time. So we didn't, we did not focus as much as we could have on the upper back in this pose. So uh, notice the quality of the lower body. (laughs) Um, Okay, Um, opportunity to do one more. Um, Best back bends come when you're so sick of doing back bends, you just don't even care what the result is. So uh, hopefully that's you right now, and you're just gonna do it because you don't care. Okay, hands uh, frame your face, fingertips towards your shoulders, ground, uh, heels in towards your hips, feet parallel, ground through your inner feet, lift through your outer hips, roll your inner thighs down as you lengthen through your knees, as you lengthen through your tailbone, roll to the bridge of your nose and press up. Good, good. And then inner feet down, outer hips lift, beautiful. Push your chest uh, towards the wall that you're facing. Then turn your gaze towards the floor as you press your feet, your hands into the floor. Push up, and then when you're ready, chin to the chest. Come on down, all the way down. Bend your knees, take your feet as wide as your mat, allow your knees to fall together. Bring one hand to your belly, one hand to your chest, and close your eyes. Come back to the breath, come back to this moment, feel the breath within your body, feel the breath outside of your body. Again, consider this idea of identifying the, the set boundaries of your breath and pressing against them by bringing more air into the chest and the upper back at the top of your breath. Pressing more air out of your lungs, the bottom of your breath, maybe engaging uh, the root root law. Take your arms out like a T or like goalposts, depending on what you have space for. And as you exhale, let the knees fall to the right. As you inhale, bring them through center, and exhale, knees to the left. Continue with your breath, windshield wiping your, windshield wiping your legs from side to side. One more visit to the left, come through center. Shift your hips an inch to the left before releasing your knees once again to the right. Hook your right ankle to the outside of your left thigh and then allow the weight of your right leg to pull your left inner thigh deeper towards the floor. Feeling a nice stretch along the front of your left hip. You can take your left arm along the earth, along your right, your left ear, and if you have the space, pull your left wrist with your right hand. So creating a long line between, from your knee to your wrist. Soften your gaze, soften your face, soften your abdomen. Release the hands, if you have them, uncross the leg, recenter the hips, and then shift the hips right of center an inch before releasing the knees to the left. Hook the left ankle to the outside of the right knee. 
Release the weight of the legs, right inner thigh towards the floor. Soften the outer hip, release the abdomen, take hold of the right wrist if you'd like. Long line from the right wrist to the right knee. Square the hips and then draw your knees in towards your chest. Keep the lower back flat against the floor. Wrap your arms around the fronts of your shins, grabbing hold of wrists, forearms, or elbows if you can reach them. Keep the back of your head on the floor as you tilt your chin towards your chest. Hug your thighs in towards your abdomen. Pull the heads of your arm bones towards the floor. Lengthen your tailbone. And let the legs go. We're going to end with a Supta Padangustasan series. So have a strap. Who needs a strap? I can throw one to you. Ava, do you need a strap? Oh, you got one. Ooh. Definitely uh, retrieved it. Okay, extend through your legs. Draw your right knee into your chest. Take the strap around the right foot and extend your right leg straight. So first order of business, uh, length along the back of the leg, and once the leg is long, begin to lift the heel over the hip. So working towards that 90 degree angle, and once that 90 degree angle is achieved, move beyond. So as you take the leg higher, keep the right outer hip away from the right armpit. So the right hip might crawl up towards the armpits, keep it widening away so the hips stay squared towards the sky. Lengthen along the back of the right leg, pull the toenails back towards your body. And then you can experiment with uh, pushing energy out through the sole of the foot in different places. So you can push through the heel, you can even hook the outer foot towards the sky. You'll get a little a uh, spark of different uh, sensation as you push through different parts of the foot and you might find a place that uh, really needs some unsticking, that needs some attention. So maybe close your eyes as you turn your gaze inward, focusing primarily on the back of the right leg. Noticing where the areas of uh, of where what is restricting your boundary in this pose from going uh, into a deeper expression. And by identifying that boundary, how can you begin to press against it with attention to breathing, with attention to um, the idea of expansion? How much can you manipulate your body with your intention? Pass the strap or the foot to the right hand. Left hand can either go out to the uh, left or ground the left hip and thigh. Widen the right leg out to the right. Extending through the inseam of the right leg, contracting through the outer right hip. Keeping the left 
uh, shoulder, left ribs, left outer, the back of the left hip, wrapping towards the floor so you get this opening across the chest, ribs, and pelvis. So outer leg is moving towards the floor and then to go deeper into that, lift the heel higher while keeping the right outer hip wrapping towards the left inner ankle. Notice if the pelvis is tilting forward, draw the left hip point up towards your face as you extend through the left foot. Move the right leg through center, past the strap to the left hand or the foot to left hand. And right arm move out, moves out to the right. Okay, as you move the, le- the right leg to the left, be mindful of widening your right outer hip away from your face. So the hip is going to want to pull up towards the face, wrap it away from your face, reach through the outer right heel, and slowly stack the right hip on top of your left hip. So this might be intense. This is very counter a counter pose to a lot of the back bending poses we did today where the outer hips were pulling in. Draw your right shoulder back towards the floor. And approach this pose again, more of a counter pose, more of a uh, release than thinking about how deep you need to be in this shape or how deep you've been in the past. Focus breath, focus energy at the outside leg, the outer hip especially, release the lower abdomen. Focus on slow, deep breath. Relax your face. Notice where tension builds and let it go in all those unnecessary areas in the left thigh, in the abdomen, in the face, in the hands. Bring the right leg back to center and release the strap. Right leg extends, re-square the hips, Round the right thigh, reach through the right foot as you bring the left knee into your chest and loop the strap around the knuckles of your left toes. Left leg straight, reach through the heel, pull back through the toes, widen through the outer hip. Once you've extended the leg, begin to lift the heel to the sky. So uh, leg uh, moving towards 90 degrees or even past that 90 degree angle if the um, if 90 degrees is easily attained. Okay, head and shoulders stay on the mat. That's why you have the strap. So if you can keep the head and shoulders down while grabbing the foot, then do that. Do it that way. Otherwise, keep enough slack on the strap to relax the head down, widen the left outer hip away, and again, notice the back of the left leg. So where are you restricted? Where is your boundary being placed? Can you 
move your mind into those boundaries and expand them with the breath and with awareness. So is it the back of the ankle, the calf, the knee, the hamstrings? What primarily, are, where primarily are you feeling this pose? Bring your mind into those areas. Encourage release. Pass the foot or the strap to the left hand, right arm either out to the right or palm grounding the right thigh or hip as you wind the left leg out to the left. <laughs> Extend through the inseam of the leg, contract through the outer hip and wrap the left outer hip towards the right inner heel. So you're not popping the hip up and turning the uh, left hip towards the floor. You're tucking the left side of the tailbone forward, press the right inner thigh down, wrap the right shoulder back, opening up across the front of the pelvis and the front of the chest. Now again, the outer leg is descending towards the floor, and then to intensify the pose, you might even lift the heel higher. Slowly lift the left leg back to center, past the foot with the strap to the right hand. And before widening the left leg to the right, make sure to wrap the left outer hip away from your face. So keep the left side of the body long as you slowly stack the hips. Tap the left shoulder back towards the floor again, primarily. This is acting as a counter to a lot of those backbending uh, hip shapes that we did today. So you might feel especially restricted in this shape today. Breathe into your outer hip. Soften what needn't be hardened. So soften the face, relax the palms. slow, even breaths here. Soften the edges of your mouth. Draw the left leg back to center. Release the strap. Bend both knees. Resquare the hips. Draw your knees into your chest. Grab the outside edges of your legs for half... Uh, outside edges of your legs for happy baby. So... Rock the knees side to side, open the soles of the feet towards the ceiling. Side to side a few times. Bring the soles of the feet together, interlace the fingers and butterfly the knees apart. Flattening the low back against the floor, allowing the heads of the arm bones to curl forward. And then let it go. Find your way to lying on your back for Savasana. Dropping your pose in any way that will make you more comfortable. So 
head can be on a little blankets fold, a, blank, a bolster or a rolled up blanket underneath the knees to ground the low back. Whoa, that bread smell just flooded in. <laughs> Turn your palms to the sky, tuck your shoulders gently on your back. When you're ready, close your eyes. Notice those spaces where your body is making contact with the floor beneath you. Allow any tension to drain from your body through those spaces. Feel the support of the earth beneath you. ground rising up to hold you and trust that support. Light movement back into your fingers and toes. Begin to reawaken your body. Redirect your breath. Slow, deep inhales, full, complete exhales. Bend your knees one at a time if you like. Roll to one side, supporting your head with an arm. Eventually finding your way back to a comfortable seated position. Legs and hips ground. 
Once again, that idea of rooting down to grow taller through the spine as you bring a hand to your heart and your other hand folding over that hand. Feel the beat of your heart, the swell of your breath. Exhale completely and inhale for one final ohm. Oh.